My name's Leon Coates, pastor of Kennevay Evangelical Church. Making disciples, equipping the saints. Bible-based, Christ-centered. Ephesians 1, 13-14, the sealing of the Spirit. Those verses read, And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of his glory. Baptism is an outward sign of the inward reality. First comes repentance, belief, and then baptism. Baptism into water is the outward sign. The inward reality is being baptised into Christ by the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12 verses 12 to 13 express this, where it says, Just as a body, though one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ, for we were all baptised by one Spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free, and we were all given the one Spirit to drink. Baptism into water doesn't achieve this spiritual reality. The spiritual reality of being sealed with the Spirit is a different act that God, God does, not man. In Ephesians 1, 13-14, there are three truths about the sealing of the Spirit that help us to understand baptism better, the blessings of a believer better, and the work of the Holy Spirit better, which all lead to living with hope and confidence. The sealing of the Spirit, to be marked with a seal that is the promised Holy Spirit, is described in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 24 to 28, in that this is where the promise is given. It describes God's promise of the Holy Spirit, where Israel had failed to keep the old covenant promise and were suffering the consequences of that failure. God gave the new covenant, which included the promise of the Holy Spirit. Israel, even today, has not yet entered the new covenant. They rejected their Messiah. As a result, God created for himself a new people of God, the church made up of Jews and Gentiles. We now benefit from this new covenant and receive the promised Holy Spirit. The effect of the sealing of the Holy Spirit might be missed on us today, as we don't use seals in the same way. Imagine an old scroll in days gone by that would be sealed with a wax seal. Hot wax placed on it with a signet ring pressed into it. The seal affirmed four things. Security, authenticity, ownership and authority. Security because what was in the scroll was not tampered with. Everything inside is the way it should be. Authenticity because the seal is unique. A bit like spotting fake goods. Branded clothing can sometimes be counterfeit. But close inspection of it shows whether it is authentic or not. A seal achieves this. Ownership, much as cattle are branded to show who it belongs to, a seal does the same. And authority, because whoever has the seal shows what authority they carry, who they are authorised by. In summary, being sealed in the Spirit is God saying, this belongs to me. God says this to you and to everyone else, you belong to God when you're sealed with the Holy Spirit. Verse 13 tells us when this happens with two parallel statements, in him having heard and in him having believed. When we hear about Christ through the word of truth, the gospel, and when we believe in that gospel, we are sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. 
So the sealing of the Spirit does not happen when one is baptised with water. That's merely the outward sign of the inward reality that has already happened. Someone heard and believed the Gospel. If you're a Christian, if you have heard and believed the Gospel but have not yet been baptised with water, perhaps you should think about it as a matter of obedience to Scripture. Read Acts 2.38, for example. Why does the spirit sealing of the Spirit happen then? What is its effect? Well, it's a deposit. Making a large purchase, a house or a car, for example, we pay a deposit to show that we're committed to following through on the whole purchase. The Holy Spirit given to us, sealing us, is God saying, I am committed to you. You are my inheritance. I get you in the end. While we've been redeemed already by the death and resurrection of Christ and our faith in him, there is a sense in which there's a future dynamic to this. We have been redeemed, set free from the power and penalty of sin, but we will be redeemed in full when Christ returns and the presence of sin is removed. While there's great benefit for us in these truths, the reason God does this, the reason he does anything, is to the praise of his glory. If you've heard and believed the gospel, you've been sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. How does that change how you think about life? Do you see the evidence of that sealing of the Spirit in your life? Galatians 5.22 presents the fruit of the Spirit. Are you displaying those things? Thanks for listening to the Solid Ground podcast. It's our hope that Christians would be encouraged to present a biblical worldview and others would hear the gospel. If you have questions, please email contact at kenevaec.com. That's contact at kenevaec.com.